uh, like four four years ago. So you know, I had a marriage breakdown. Um, I was probably at like you know definitely my rock bottom for in my life is the lowest I've ever been. My life is just you know basically falling apart, and obviously that has a has. At the pottery studio, we would like everyone who comes through the door to find stillness through the pottery process. We believe the mindful aspect of working with clay is beneficial to one's mental health. As we approach November, we'd like to do our bit to raise awareness for mental health. And this year, we've asked some guys to put their hands up and just jump behind the mic and have a general chat about their position on the topic and how they've dealt with their own struggles. The idea is to create a space where guys feel comfortable opening up and hopefully becomes a catalyst for other guys to speak up when they're feeling low. We'll also be donating all the proceeds from men who come try one of our classes at the studio this November and they'll be going to Grab the Life by the Balls Charity and the Movember Foundation. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Stillness Podcast. I'm Jai Stewart and with me today I've got Rod, my co-host. Hey everyone. Hey Rod. Uh, we have today with us Mark from Iron Zoo. Hey Mark, how hey, are we? Hey man, good. How are you? Good mate, good. Did you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, sure. So uh, Mark Gordon, I've been on the sunny coast for just over two years now. I opened uh, the gym two years in November ago. So uh, Iron Zoo, basically what we do is body weight movement. So we're focusing on increasing range of, uh, of movement through our, through our hips, shoulders, strengthening ourselves in vulnerable positions, things like that. So uh, mobility-based, but also get that top-end condi- conditioning um, style of stuff. So um, lots of... Uh, Yoga influences, but obviously high intensity stuff. Um, break dancing, as you guys eloquently oh, said. Wow! <laughs> so break, break dancing, gymnastics, all that sort of stuff uh, is heavily influenced um, in, the, in the movement itself, and obviously like the animal movements as well. So um, it's definitely left of center from from what you know standard, um, I guess, boutique group model, group fitness model gyms are. But um, yeah, it's lots of fun. It's awesome. All about culture, bringing people together, and um, yeah, all the good stuff. It's cool. Where'd you come previously? Where'd you move from and how did you bring the gym here? Yeah, um, so originally from Toowoomba. I did all my schooling in Toowoomba. Was chasing the football dream for a while. Lived in um, Sydney, played for the Bulldogs down there. Moved up to Brizzy, played like a couple of years uh, at a Queensland Cup club uh, just up there. Got into fitness just pretty much through that. Um, Zoo, found Zoo because I was a strength conditioning coach of a rep site. Um, Back home in Toowoomba and... Basically, I tried it once and I was just hooked. So um, pretty much started like my own kind of little zoo crew in Toowoomba, um, running it out of gyms there. And then basically had the opportunity to uh, start a franchise and I wanted to come to the Sunshine Coast anyway. So um, the timing was right. I was probably about two or three years into a five-year plan and the timing was just right. So decided to bring it up and, yeah, started started fresh up here and gave it a good crack and... Yeah, loving every second of it so far. It's been, it's been, it's been really good. Um, getting the name out there and working with lots of different teams. That's what kind of Zoo does. It's all about teamwork and things like that. So, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've absolutely loved since since I've been here. The vibe on the sunny coast is just really up my alley. And, um, yeah, I just froth it. Yeah, I think it's so cool to see gyms getting into the mobility side of things more than just the unnatural movements, just, you know, looking in the mirror and... All that sort of stuff. I think that's so cool. A hundred percent, and that's yeah. really like that's that's where we're at. So we, um, you know, we treat mobility as 
it can be just part of every single session. It doesn't have to be like something you do as a warm-up or a cool-down. You can get a really tough, super intense workout, working through full ranges, increasing mobility, low impact on the joints, so it's actually decreasing risk of injury, very little equipment. Um, so immediately, as soon as you put equipment into any kind of exercise, you're increasing risk of injury straight away anyway. So uh, purely because it's body weight movement, you're just flowing how your body can naturally flow, and it's just as simple as that. So, Oh, awesome, man. Mm. So good. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about mental health. How do you think like you deal with that with your gym? Do you think that's something that's got you into the gym industry or do you have any comments on that? Man, I got I kind of I do lots of lots of work within the men's men's mental health space especially. Um, work with a with a guy I think you guys are having him on a little bit later uh, today, Sammy Parker with Grab Life by the Balls. Um, it's something that I lost a lot, a lot of friends growing up to suicide and depression and all that sort of stuff and um, you know, the, the first thing that kind of comes to my mind when people ask me about, you know, mental health or men's mental health in particular, like, it, it, still, it still scares me. Like, there, I know that there's definitely been so much done to, um, I guess, start the conversation with people, with men in, in particular these days, but we've still got so, so, so far to go. You know, there's still lots of stigmas, lots of barriers that need to be broken down. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm super passionate about it, and it's, it's something that I definitely... Uh, encourage within the gym as well because we work so tightly together but everything works within a team environment so um, I like to I like to always make sure that people are talking and I hope that I've kind of set up that space where if somebody was struggling or you know needed to talk about someone they could approach myself if they didn't want to talk to me they could approach somebody else within the gym space um, as as well um, you know like Sam who obviously deals with that stuff from a mateship point of view um, and just hope that they made that connection, basically, to, to, to start, again, start that conversation. Because, um, yeah, it's, 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 obviously, it's obviously a prominent problem. Um, it's obviously an issue. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's super, super important. It's definitely something that I actively try to push um, in and outside of the gym. So you said you've had a few um, or people growing up suicide, depression. How do you start or how would you approach that? You see someone in the gym that's, you know... I don't know, a bit down, but they don't, you can tell they don't want to open up about it. How do you approach that with your mate or your um, people you're training? Yeah, look, I, um, you know, I, I probably come from a, a, a family where I, I guess we're really in touch with our emotions and, you know, if we're happy, we laugh. If we're sad, we cry. Um, so I'm, you know, very much an open book in, in, in that department. Um, so I honestly just kind of go straight into the conversation and I know it's very, and it, but like they push it, they have the, are you okay? Like, Literally, you can start it off just by saying that, like, dude, what's going on? Are you okay? What's going on? Like, talk to me, everything all right sort of thing. Um, and literally, you, do, you just listen. And I, I, try not to, I try not to, you know, offer too much advice. It's more just holding space for people, um, I think, is, is, is one of the best ways to go about it. And if, if they want to talk, hope, you know, they'll talk. But even just knowing that somebody has noticed, like, said, you know, Jai, you, you okay, man? Um, immediately kind of can break down that barrier just to even start that conversation anyway and then if somebody else has noticed it all of a sudden they might ask if they're okay and it just kind of creates that bit of a safe place and they realise oh okay I've, I've got some people around me who actually do care who I, who I could have that conversation with um, which in itself is a comfort um, I suppose what I'm, what I'm thinking is if someone you come up to someone and I know I've been in the position where someone asks you that and you're like, 
well, actually, internally, I'm like, I'm not okay, but I don't actually want to talk about it. So you're just immediately kind of like, yeah, I'm fine. And then the next person, you're like, why does everyone keep asking me this? Um, I recently had someone come to me and I actually asked a friend, I'm like, I don't really know what to do with this situation because I haven't really had it. And I think just being there, just, you know, I'm here if you need sort of thing. Eventually, they did just open up and almost opened up more than I thought they would and that had ever happened. So then I was in a new predicament and I was like, oh, wow, now I've got to actually respond and I didn't really know what to say. It was more, I think just listening is probably more important because then you just saw the progression from there. I think once it's out on the table, then then they can deal with it rather than internally. 100%. I, I, I can't agree more with that. Again, like um, holding space, just holding space for somebody if they want to talk about it, go for it. You know, um, again, like not, try not to... I always try to steer clear from, from I suppose, giving advice on, on, on how to do things. I always say, you know, this is probably what I would do or here's some steps that I've taken, in, in, you know, previously. Um, so, I, uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean when it kind of gets all, all kind of put out on the table. You go, whoa, okay, that wasn't expecting that. Um, I remember the, fir- the first time somebody really spilled everything out for me. I had the same reaction. I was just like... I was not ready for that um, to be for it to be you know again when when they kind of when people do open up it can be quite raw and confronting um, and I suppose not so I suppose trying not to shy away from that and like almost being like yeah okay well that's pretty full on but we're here now so let's dive in and let, let, let's just talk about it and again not giving advice just is keep going let it out bro. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. Sometimes people just try and push their own opinion across and it just comes across the wrong way and they end up just going back into their shell. So an interesting thing you just said then, some steps that you'd taken in the past, what were those steps and did they help you and what could you give advice to other people to do? Yeah, well, um, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I... Excuse me. I had to come in again. Like I said, I'm super lucky in, in the fact that I've got such a massive support base in terms of or a really close, tight knit uh, group of friends, um, and my family are just next level with that sort of stuff. And um, the biggest thing that I did, um, my mum actually gave me gave me this advice. My mum's my a, a bit of a gypsy hippie. She loves it, and I grew up in kind of that kind of gypsy. Uh, Kind of met, it. yeah, it's cool. it's cool. So we get yeah. the, uh, you know, I was all about meditation and all that sort of stuff from awesome. a really early age. Um, so I meditate every night before I go to sleep, and that was something that I'd kind of lost, and I kind of lost myself in a way um, through this whole through this whole breakdown. And I remember my mum saying to me, "You need to try and find light in every single day, no matter if she said, um, even if you have to light a candle yourself. So no matter how bad the day was, no matter how dark it was, just finding something." And, like, no matter what it is, just be like, okay, that's my life, that's what it was. And sometimes it's massive. Sometimes you've got a list of ten things. Like, today was a really good day. And some days, you know, it's 24 hours in a day and it might be 23 hours, 59 minutes and 30 seconds of darkness, you know. But if you've still got that 30 seconds there where you can see, okay, that was my life of the day, tomorrow's going to be better, you know. Um, Constantly looking for the little things. And, I mean, I, I know... You know, without trying to sound like it's um, you know cliche or anything like that, but that those those little things and trying to really take notice of the little things is something that I'm massive on. Um, you know, I'm big on I'm big on the stars. I'm big on just good weather. I'm, I'm big on you know just finding like feeding a bird a crumb. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like things like that. Um, I I just think you know that's 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 light. That's that's light in a day. If a bird chooses to come up to you, 
<laughs> Even if you feed him a chip, it's like, sweet, have a chip, bro. <laughs> I think sometimes those cliches are a cliche for a reason. 100%. Amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, um, sure. And, you know, and, and, and light is light. It is what it is. And um, really acknowledging that and, I guess, embracing that is, is a really, really important thing. I think that was one of the biggest things um, for me was just finding something. Finding something in every day, um, exercising every day, and I mean, 100%. while we're on, like, you know, while we're on that kind of de- de- depression, um, you know, if you are struggling in that dark space, I think a big thing is to be able to make sure you're surrounding yourself with with, with good people. You know, there's still lots of people that don't even think depression is even a real thing. You know, it's obviously a real thing, but I believe, you know, if you You've got to make sure that you're doing the right steps, taking the right steps for yourself. You know, make sure you're getting outside in the sun. Make sure, you know, you're not surrounded by pricks. Excuse my friend. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but it's a podcast we can sell. Okay, okay sweet. <laughs> make sure you're not surrounding yourself by assholes, team. <laughs> um, and, you know, just really taking really taking, taking those proactive steps, exercising, so you're, you know, getting that endorphin release, things like that. Make sure you're being proactive. I know, like... You know, you don't, you don't, you might not feel like it at the time, but doing things, setting yourselves routines. We are creatures of routine. I think that's that's one of the really, really big things. And people write down their gratitude diaries, they list the things, and and everything like that. Those little steps uh, can ultimately make just such a massive difference. I think a good quote for that is definitely "mood follows action." I think that's rich. Oh, beautiful. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You're waking up and you're feeling like crap. Like, go exercise. Your mood will change completely. Hundred percent. hundred percent. Can't agree more with that. Perfect. So you've just brought up a bunch of probably everything that I suppose I would agree with, you know, writing things you're grateful for, exercising, meditating. Um, What do you do? Someone comes to you who's been to a doctor and they're prescribed medication for their depression. Well, I'm definitely not a doctor. So, uh, (laughs) but I always encourage people to do those things first um, before going to see a doctor. Um, I look at doctors and I'm constantly kind of, um, I wouldn't say battling with doctors, um, but doctors are there in a lot of ways to prescribe. You know, they're they're looking not not to cure but to kind of not fix, but they're just to help kind of get on with it. Do you know what I mean? Which is essentially what the, the prescription medication is for. I'm obviously more a proactive approach and um, movement approach for me, obviously, um, you know, within the zoo space where we're proactive about getting the body moving, really being around that team environment, making that, you know, proper human connection. And we're always, we're constantly touching each other and encouraging each other. And it's just a really uh, positive space. So my first thing is always literally just to go through that. That's And that's what I say. Like, I'd never, you know, again, I'm not a doctor. I wouldn't tell them to... Hey, get off of those. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we weren't trying to sit, like set you up. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I definitely wouldn't tell someone, you know, to get off it or anything like that. But definitely, again, just take the same steps. Like if, um, you know, and a lot of the things, um, speaking from not personal experience but from talking to people um, I know who have been prescribed, that, like, you know, those sorts of medications, antidepressants, things like that, what they do, they kind of level level you out. So you don't really have those massive highs but you don't really get those massive those big lows you're kind of more not like a flat line but you know your life's supposed to be spiking up and down you know it's not you're supposed to feel the rain you're supposed to feel the sun um so i think that's that that's a that's a big thing and i suppose getting your routine better you'll start to feel better within yourself and i guess it's by it's encouraging them to go okay well maybe you should talk to your doctor and maybe you can like 
ease off that and eventually wean off it. And because you've got that routine, you're taking more self-care, you're looking after yourself more. Um, you know, it's, it, it's no secret looking after yourself physically um, obviously helps you, helps you out mentally. So um, that's, that's really where I'd go to for sure. So you mentioned meditation before and how you went away from it and kind of lost yourself. Have you come back to that at all or do you have any practices that you follow now? Yeah, 100%. I'm um, right back into the hippie child <laughs> spirit. <laughs> yeah, we're back on. Um, you know, I, I guess I, it, throughout, throughout that phase, I was just making really poor decisions um, when I kind of lost myself and was making poor decisions in terms of... Um, you know, substances and um, alcohol and um, just bad choices, um, which obviously ultimately led to that breakdown um, in in the marriage and everything like that. And, you know, when you sit back and, <clears throat> excuse me, really look yourself in the, you know, see yourself in the mirror and ask yourself the tough questions and don't, don't hide away from, um, you know, the answers, to sit there and to, you know, really dive into who, who you are as a person, what, what makes you tick, what brings out the best in you um you know came back to my roots you know i'm a big believer in grounding and getting sand dirt grass on your feet and um you know get, just getting back in touch with you know the universe good friends good people good vibes everything like that and one of the big things i find to help clear my mind is is meditation i do it every night it, it's more of a relaxation um form of meditation i don't do guided i used to do guided um back when i was first learning um but i've Lucky enough that my hippie sister <laughs> was used to guide me through that. So you got a cool family. Yeah, good. yeah. So good. Bunch of gypsies, mate. <laughs> you call, you're calling the rest of them hippie mum, hippie sister. Are you the hippie too, or <laughs> <laughs> maybe in my soul <laughs> they they tell me I'm a hippie. Mum always says I've got a hippie soul. Must be. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Just it's 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 a it's a form of I guess clearing the mind and um, just getting everything right. You know, I I don't function well on not a lot of sleep. So it's, that's literally why I do it. Um, I'm big on if I need to get stuff out of my head or I'm really grateful for something, I'll write it down. Um, I just think it's massive. I think it's a, it's a really good thing to you know, really handwrite st- stuff down. And, uh, I know, I've got a notebook that has no structure or anything like that. It's just a bunch of scribbles. scribbles yeah. yeah, so if you opened it, it probably wouldn't make much sense. But if I read back, I'm like, oh, that was, that was wicked. That was so good. Um, what an awesome day. What an awesome thing. And, you know, to... And sometimes those, those little things, you go back and that's what paints the big picture and um, I think that's what it's all about. On the sleep note, because I know, I mean, everyone has trouble sleeping from time to time, but I know when I do meditate, it's not just that you'll go to sleep better or you seem to wake up on the sleep cycle, like you're three hours or whatever it is, you just wake up and you're ready to go. But the sleep is just so much better. Like you don't actually want to press snooze, you're up. Like, you could get up at four, you go to bed at ten, you're up at four, and you're ready to go. Yeah, 100%. I think snooze is people's, it's, snooze is people's biggest enemy. <laughs> it literally ruined my day the other day. I woke up, I mean, I just got over it, but the, I, I was like, I want to be up at five, or maybe it was 4.55, and then I pressed snooze, and I was up at 7.15, and I didn't do anything I wanted to do before eight o'clock, wherever I had to be. Yeah. Just like, oh. And I was just, like, down for it. Yeah. Oh, dude. Like yes, <laughs> snooze is the is it's the demon, it's the devil. Um, always tell you know I, I deal with that a lot actually. You know, obviously being a gym owner, people saying, "Oh, I just can't get up on a morning." Which, 
like it's like anything. You, you've got to train yourself to get up. You don't, you know. All you know, growing up as a teenager, I was I used to sleep until ten, eleven o'clock on the weekends. That like I think about that. It's like God, how many hours did did, did you did you lose, man? Yeah. Mornings is my favorite time of, time of the day. You know, it's 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 the best. Um, so you know, when people say to me, "Oh, I can't get up in the morning," I mean, it's like anything. You've got to train yourself to get up. But snooze is it's. It's the worst. It's the Pe- people will literally just press it over and over and over and over, and all of a sudden they're just not out of bed. And it's like two hours, you know, it's two hours later, and you haven't done anything, and you know, you've, you're feeling bad about yourself. Obviously, you're down on yourself, but that immediately affects your energy for the rest of the day as well. So, you know, if you can get up, get moving, start start getting yourself, you know, cranking whatever it is, and it's that thing like, um, you know, the make the making your bed, making your bed thing. You know, when you make your bed, it's, a, it's something so small, but Making your bed starts your day off. You got that first thing ticked off the list, cold and shower. even yep, cold shower, all that sort of thing. Whatever you need to do to t- to get those ticks, um, you know, to start your day off. You know, even if you have a terrible day, at least you're coming home to a made bed. I think Mel is it Mel Robbins. I think um, she says you've got like ten seconds, or maybe it's three seconds before you your brain will just go back to sleep. It's like you. I think she counts down. As soon as she wakes up, it's like ten, nine, and by the time it gets to one, you're up. You just no question, you're up. I can't I do that with that. a cold shower or maybe a nice bath. I'm just like, I've got to G up for a little bit before I can get in. Psych <laughs> <laughs> yourself up. <laughs> yeah, we've just recently got into ice baths and yep. it's like, you've got you to get ready. Hey, it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's man, it's a total mental battle a little absolutely. bit. Absolutely. And that's, that's ultimately what it is. It's mind it's my over matter. It's mind yeah. over matter. Like, um, you know, there's lots of, um, you know, different health studies coming out about the ice baths and all that sort of stuff like now, um, but it's still relatively new and, but... Ultimately, for me, when people tell me they're doing ice baths, I'm like, sweet, like go for it because it's that mental, you know, it's that mind over matter. It's that's that's building mental toughness. It's it's breeding that resilience into you. You know, some people do it every day, and sweet power to you if that's you know if that's getting you going and that's strengthening your mind and getting yourself sorted. Like, awesome, love it, froth it. I'd love to. You just gotta yeah, you gotta be excited and get into it. It's hard to wake up and jump straight in the cold water. Big deep breath. <laughs> Big deep breath. Routine. Routine's everything. Absolutely. Recovery, recovery room's good for that. I don't know if you've been to that in Guana. Little plug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I find like I'm just I go there and I'm like not recovering from any exercise, but I'm just doing the hot cold, the sauna hot cold. I don't know, just for mental. And it's just so good. Absolutely, I'm massive. I'm, yep, I know the guys at at, uh, at the recovery room. I um, I go to I go to um, there's two two recovery rooms in town. I kind of spread myself out between the two of them. And um, yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, it's and again, it's that it's it's that it's that mental health aspect, and um, it's the it's on massive. I, I'm always talking about being mentally tough, and um, you know, finding different barriers to push through. Whether it's you know something like an ice bath, or whether it's exercise based or fitness based or whatever it may be you know if you can uh, practice that that mental resilience and that and that mental toughness to to find um get through whatever it is all of a sudden that starts filtering its way into into other aspects of your life too if you hit a wall in in business you know you get that bit of a you know i call it the come get some it's like a okay cool come get some baby i can i can do this it, you know, it's um. That's I like uh, that. It's good. Yeah, come come get some. <laughs> come get some. Hang out with me. I'll be saying Yo, nice you'll hear me sight. say that a lot. <laughs> have to come try the gym out. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Love to have you. So we've got to start wrapping this up. Did yeah. you have any more advice to give out to young adults that are going through some issues at the moment? Look, the, uh, again, the best advice I've ever received in 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 that um, 
and that kind of, I guess, mental health uh, side of it was the finding light in every single day. I'm, I still continue to do that. I don't ignore the little things. If if something catches my eye and I'm like, yes, like that's awesome. You know, again, I'm, I'm I get really excited about things. If I'm if I'm stoked to be, if I'm something if something's funny, I'm gonna laugh. If something's sad, I'm gonna cry. Um, you know, I'm really big on. I just let it all out. And if if you see something that you know brightens up your day, just that just that little bit, we'll notice it. Take notice. You know, if you have to take a photo, if you have to write it down, write it down. Do all those things. Um, I think it makes a massive, massive difference. And um, that's the biggest thing. And and I guess just circling back to like the snooze button. If you if you're gonna if you're gonna start to do something, just do it. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm massive on action. Um, I think action is it's it's the most one of the most important words out there. You know, it's one thing to talk about something; it's another thing just to do it. So, don't be just words. If you if you want to start something, if you're going to do something, don't talk about it; just do it, um, and the, and the rest will follow. Um, be be a, be a man, be a person of action, and um, or the, you'll find a lot more uh, a, lot, a lot more good things happen. I 100% agree, and I mean, just thinking about us yesterday, second guessing doing this podcast because like we're just yeah this morning. But um, I just want to say, since we're on that um, cold bath or ice bath, I just if anyone is going through anything, try and get into an ice bath and leave unhappy. Like it's not possible. You just so happy when you get out of the cold sauna first then ice bath <laughs> go, go hard come get some come get some, some. some. <laughs> alright well thanks Mark it's been great having you on absolute pleasure thanks boys appreciate thanks it thanks so much legend <laughs>